Happy fucking birthday, dude. Thank you, buddy. How old are you today? I'm 41. I'm two fucking meatball sandwiches years old, buddy. God damn. Wait, you had two meatball sandwiches? Well, I'm on my first sandwich, but the second um, half of a different sandwich. How you feeling about it? Strong, man. I'm going to finish this whole thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have diarrhea before I go home tonight. <laughs> That's my goal. God damn. You deserved it, dude. After the year you've had, the fucking fall and the rise. 9-11. It's <laughs> been a long road, dude. Dude, post 9-11, sandwiches have pretty much popped off. Post 9-11 is my favorite rapper. <laughs> dude, don't start playing. Do not start playing now, bro. I'm half a sandwich deep. Hey, I told you. I told you. You're not fucking playing tonight. I still can't laugh because my dude, bum rib. fucking playing as much as I want to. This is my 41st fucking birthday, dude. 42nd super year. Super sweet 41st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're in it, dude. You fuck, you, I'm sorry. You got to play past tonight, Thanks, dude. dude. You got to play past. So how come sure. you're not wearing your track pants with your fucking track shirt? Because I knew I was going to be eating a sandwich, and if I ruin half of the track suit, I can afford to replace it, but I can't, I can't afford an entire new one. It's like you look like the shot putter on a prison track team. Hell yeah, dude. Those fucking feel like Andy Dufresne jeans on. I feel like it. Dude, I'm going to throw fucking notes over the fence, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick if I was like the only dude in prison that could like throw drugs far enough. <laughs> so it all went through. Dude, I control the enti- entire pis- prison dr- uh, drug trade. Shot put oh. drugs to different fucking yeah, dude. gangs and stuff. Just fucking throw like. And then I train a bird, so I just launch it up in the air. The bird swoops out, grabs it. The pot put. Oh, man, I feel bad that I'm imposing on your business. Yo, we're, yo, we're on fucking location, dude. I know, dude. Want to tell them who they're fucking listening to. All right, bro. Uh, there's a reason that we wanted to fucking reach out to our boy, Poe, uh, because we met him in stand-up. And, uh, dreadful, dreadful time in everyone's life. He realized, he realized stand-up was fucking weak, just like we did. And uh, also, uh, I was bad at it. And, uh, dude, you got into fucking activism, like in real life. Banned, are you still banned from federal grounds? No, I'm, I'm good with federal grounds now, but uh, there was like a year that I couldn't go to Libertyville. Dude, you should go piss on it. <laughs> right? <laughs> put, another, put another crack in that motherfucker. Dude, listen. Thinking back on all that time was like crazy because like... We did that at the Liberty Bell, and then I spoke to Joanne outside of the fucking school district. And now I live like three blocks from there, and I walk by there, and I'm like, who the fuck let you smoke a joint outside of the school district? Yeah, so ac- like, you know, actually, before, before we talk about your new fucking sandwich place, uh, to, how, yeah, how did you get, what was the fucking lead up to getting banned from federal grounds? Well, I, long story short, I went to Occupy Philly. I met, I met a lot of really radical activists, but I also met some pot activists. And then we said, uh, there was an anniversary, and they smoked a joint at the Liberty Bell. It was two people. I said, well, wouldn't it be fucking awesome if we got as many people as we could to come to the Liberty Bell? Over time, it grew. You're just trying to trick people into getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> at, the fifth, uh, at the fifth one, there was like, I'll never forget, we showed Wait, up. Wait, that was Smoke Down Philly? Yeah, Smoke Down Philly. We were you allowed there. to say the name? I'm sorry, dude. No, I, we dude, are. I, I don't want to violate cool. your probation. We can't talk about ah, no probation, we just can't talk about guidos. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we did a bunch of protests at the Liberty Bell. At the fifth one, we went, and the whole entire park was caged off, and there was federal officers <laughs> everywhere. And I was like fucking, oh, I was like eight years ago, dude. I, you know, I was very empowered, and uh, I'm like, we're doing this anyway. The minute we lit up joints at 420, I got tackled by like three feds. <laughs> they threw me in like federal detention for like four days, and then when I got out of there, like I had like. 2,000 French requests, like I was on memes. All like, worth it, dude. Yeah, it was like, it was like this whole, like literally it went from me being just kind of like whatever to like being like, yo, like people are paying attention, but like fuck, it was it fucked up. And then I got, I got, uh, after I got caught assaulting a federal officer. Why did you um, assault a federal officer? I mean, I got tackled by three grown ass men that like tied me up like I was a fucking pig. And then they put me in federal prison for like four days. Really shook me up. And then, uh, but it all led to like, you know, decriminalization of pot and a freer kind of Philadelphia. Do you think you had a big hand in, in at least Pennsylvania? I mean, the way I look at it is like, we had the balls to like do like stupid ass shit that I would never fucking in a million years do again. But, it, but who I am is basically based off of like stuff I did when I wasn't thinking very much. And I feel like at least with decriminalization, like, 
We went to Jim Kenney's office. Like Philadelphia wasn't thinking about decriminalizing pot. We went to Jim Kenney's office when he was just a city councilman, and we said, You're "Yo, dude, fucking bitch, dude. Yo, dude, you didn't have like, any power? Yo, dude, be great idea if we decriminalize pot. We pitch it to him." And he was like, yeah, and he went with it. And like the next thing you know, he was like hugging black kids with basketballs being like, yo, no more black kids, we're going to jail for pot. And he got elected mayor. So like, I have- You got him say, elected mayor. I think, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yes, 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 fucking remember me. <laughs> no, but it was, uh, I, look, out of all the shit we did, decriminalizing pot in Philly was amazing. People don't get arrested for pot. You work on pot, you work on Philly, you can smell Pot everywhere. It's a unique situation. Yeah, that, that yeah, big change from beforehand. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, it cost me a lot of my personal time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I love joking about it because you did a bunch of fucking stupid bullshit. But uh, I mean, it is actually pretty sick. Yeah. Poe, I'm thinking about leading the charge to decriminalize cocaine. Like, yeah. what would you offer for advice in getting started? Do I go into Kenny's Give office? Give everyone a grams, put them on the street with some flyers. Dude, I, I owe you a big apology because. The day of my last bender three years ago, yeah. it was the weekend you got locked up. Okay. And I was hitting up everybody on my phone like, yo, can you get me some coke? Really? And you were one of the people I texted. Nice. And it just yeah. so happened to be the weekend you got your phone confiscated by the fucking FBI. Nice. So I apologize. <laughs> yo, I have iPads that still have like the evidence, like numbers on the back of them and stuff like that. Like, hey, your son, watch it. What's Sesame Street on this? Dude, check out some fucking blippy on yeah. federal evidence. <laughs> It was fun. I'm glad I did it, you know, and I'm glad that I'm older now, you know, and that I'm a regular person. You know what's fucking sick is that you did all that, like, I guess it's traditional activism, I guess, but it was, like, crazy. It felt risky, right? Yeah. It, it did, a lot of it was, like, outright just stunts, I guess. Dude, you're like a jackass activist. Sure, well, like, yeah, that, that's a good one. I mean, I always felt like that we were doing kind of, like, Abby Hoffman yeah. shit, or, like, even, like, Poe in general as a character was kind of, like, uh, what's the fucking dude from Saturday Night Live in the 70s It was all... Chris Farley? No. <laughs> and it was Kaufman great, dude. I love him, dude. Um, Are you saying you were an Andy Kaufman Andy character? Kaufman type of character for, for, like, that's always how I looked at it. And, like, anyone that didn't think that I, what we were doing was funny, I was always kind of pissed off about him. Like, dude, like, could you think that a guy with, like, this jerk-off name is doing all this, like, stupid shit? Like, do you think that I take myself, like, that seriously? And people would always be like, oh, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, we're doing this stuff to kind of use humor as a weapon and say that, like, I, what you're against is so absurd that I'm just gonna fucking laugh at you and like make fun of it to the point that you have to like antagonize and like arrest me. You're like yeah. a, the Joker was a good guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which the Joker was very corniest way yeah. to describe something, but actually a little bit of truth there. Yeah, because you're a fucking goofball. Yeah, but he's looking out for the fucking people, dude. I'm trying. So are you still banned from federal land? No, no. Where so you can get on there? I'm, I'm good now. I'm, I'm like I'm good everywhere, man. Dude, we should go smash permission. the Liberty Bell. I'm down. What, I'm if down. We, yeah, what if we took giant sledgehammers and we fucking yeah. crushed the Liberty Bell? Yeah. I just can't I own a firearm and I can't own a fucking kitchen space, supposedly. <laughs> but other than that, uh, no, I mean, like, it's been a long road, man. And, like, going, the last time I got busted, we got busted by SWAT teams because I got belligerent. And so I threw on major fucking marijuana sales parties in Philadelphia. That was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you gotta keep it. And then I, decide, I decided to go. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, me I, and my boys, <laughs> you couldn't get high without thinking of us. You know? And uh, the, the good thing was that when I was a drug dealer for a very long time, my brother, I kept feeding my brother like money. He buried it all in the backyard, like quite literally. And then when I got busted, yeah, which backyard? What's the address? <laughs> Nothing there. Bro. It's so sad. All my money's clean now. Um, now I just have credit card debt. But I. I Buried all the money with him when I got busted. Uh, a friend of mine suggested I open a place. We conceptualized Pose. Um, went through a bunch of shit with it, opened it down there. And then uh, through the power of the internet, I met Jake at Human Robot. And then they gave me the opportunity to move into this gorgeous space. And we've just been uh, just trying to, I'm a dad now, dude. I'm a legitimate guy. You know what I mean? I, don't have any, I haven't had a mistress in three years. You know what I mean? I am like on the up and up right now. Yeah. Dude, how, how are you slinging Brajol no. out of the kitchen? <laughs> Without a mistress. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, you should have your Italian stripes ripped off your shirt. <laughs> Jake, did you know Poe? Did you know of Poe before he was looking for a fucking sandwich backer? I, I've been, <laughs> he needed sandwich money, dude. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> he descended like Look an out. angel. <laughs> um, no, but I'd read about him 
for some reason the paper has some infatuation with Poe. It's sad. It was, <laughs> he's a fucking media. It was unbelievable. So he was being written about all the time. So I knew who he was through that. And then I had a sandwich once. It was decent. That uh, no, was great. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, you made a sandwich that made a dude DM you to give you money. Yeah. <laughs> Could have just started a Patreon. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so yeah, I just DM'd him on Instagram. Literally just like, I might, I have something for you because I'm not crazy enough to run a kitchen. And yeah, he is. <laughs> so. Yeah. Poe, when was the last time you had a real job? Clinton administration. For real? Yeah, probably. What did you do? <laughs> no, like, what did you do? Um... I was a wait. I was a wait- well. That's how I kind of like got drawn into this. I was like a fine dining waiter slash hostess fucker for like eight to ten years, and then <laughs> and then I started selling drugs and doing activism, and then it kind of just became it came around like full circle. But like in all honesty, though, I've always had a real interest in food and like kind of just like crafty blue collar kind of like food. So then when we conceptualized pose, it was just like you know stoner food. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely elevated too. I mean, it's. Good. Yeah, there's no, you don't have to church it up. People are into fucking slop. <laughs> slop is in right now. It was like definitely like we try to do like our own little like touch to it, you know. And like I've always been around, try to be, you know, like dude, I'm an adult. I want good coke. I want good booze. <laughs> and I want good fucking sandwiches. Did you sandwich in court? I'll pay for all of this. Yeah, right no, so I just feel like at the end of the day, like like I've always been into food and into beer. And then like when I hooked up with these dudes, it was just like. Like I said, with Jake, what was funny, it was like, we don't, we didn't know each other, but like a bunch of people that we both mutually knew that we super respected were like, oh, Jake's a fucking scumbag, dude, you guys are perfect. Like, you're doing great. Like, you're like, and I'm like, yeah, because it was, ex- I had such a horrible first legitimate business, like, uh, thing that like, I was so like, I was kind of like fucking almost like a battered wife, like over it. You we know? saw and then, like, the first day I met him, yeah. yeah, he was a wet cat, basically. Dude, it, was, <laughs> it was bad. And like, you know, Jay came to me, and like, I'm starting to get this Jake note, know Jake pretty well now, and he's kind of, he's very like laid back, you know. And uh, you know, I came and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, I fucking like want this. Like five days later, I hit Jake up, and I'm like, dude, like, so what's up? He's like, oh, my buddy's like my dude, and my buddy like dude. I'm like, dude, look at me. I had a fucking infant. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, if you don't give this to me, and I'm like, you got a kid, don't you? And he's like, yeah, and, you know, he ended up having a kid around in the same brain, so I think I pulled his fucking heartstrings enough. But the one thing I want to say about Jake, and I feel like I'll give myself the same credit, is that I've always surrounded myself with talent that made me, like, Fuck look here. better. And, yes. like, and, like, this dude has, this dude has fucking, like, pulled, like, the, st- the people that he has working on this, and the people he's working on the bar menu, and, like, fucking, like, us. Like, he really has a vision to put everyone together here, and like, you know, I applaud, like, that he's assembled the people we do, and I think that, like, what we're gonna do for Kensington now, like, is what, you know, already happened to Fishdown, it's nice You're to be on the front. Right, gotcha. We're gonna no, gen- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. remove everyone. Fuck yeah, dude, we're so fucking hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. How many times, like, how often, during the process of, like, starting a business for the first time, and then, like, it, like, I, I would describe it as the rug getting pulled out from under you, and then doing like how often are you just like I should just get a fucking office job? Like does that creep into your head? It's when I when post closed and I called my brother who runs a plumbing supply fucking warehouse. I'm like, dude, how much does it fucking start at? Oh, dude, Italian plumber brothers, like, dude. Yeah, dude, you have the market corner on that, dude. That's Big never Luigi energy, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what can you give me like 26 to pull fucking Fuck. copper fittings? Yeah, he like, looks like do it. he looks like Fishtown yeah. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, dude, I, I really thought about giving it up, but I also felt like at the same time that like I worked really hard to build like what we did like up, and like if I to go to like just like a regular like working like person, like I never worked nine to five, dude. It was always the sure. restaurants or like that, but uh, you know, I just was. I, but I, even I, as far as like the the restaurant gigs, like showing up to like do work for someone else, it's like does that like. Does that like strike fear into your head? Like imagining going back to it? Oh yeah, man. Like, now that you've seen on the other side, you can do whatever you want. If I didn't save the money that I did, I would be like a fucking like waiter. And like what would mortify me is after like 10 years of putting my ass on the line for pot and like making a bunch of money illegally, if I had to come up to your table and ask you if you wanted fucking sparkling or still water, bro, I would have jumped off the fucking Walt Women Bridge. And I was just happy that like, dude, I don't even remember giving my brother like money. Like, you know what I mean? Like I must have been like, been like, just like fucking pounding them cash, dude. Like, I don't remember it. But thank fucking God, because dude, I mean like, 
the one thing I'll say, and the last thing I'll say before I give it over to Jake is like, with medical marijuana, we work so hard. I got raided by the feds. I went to federal jail. I did a year of fucking probation with them. I got raided by SWAT team, right? Then all of a sudden, the medical marijuana place is open and some asshole with a fucking golf shirt. Now, Jake will talk. He's been in pot growing for a long time. All of a sudden, all the work that I did, all the arrests, all the years, all the fake dicks I had to use at probation to fucking piss. It, it like, wasn't all for, it yeah, wasn't like, for this. Yeah, it wasn't like, for this. Right. Like, you know, if I didn't save that money, I would be a completely steamrolled out of that fucking industry. And like the rich white people. You saw call, that coming, like, though. You knew that was going to happen. I mean, maybe I guess I could say in foresight, I'd save the money. Right. But like. You know, all of a sudden, like a guy in a golf shirt and some rich white lady that has capital that watches CNN special, all of a sudden is selling this stuff at an enormous profit, right? And like my blood is on those tracks. My, three sure. of my years were on probation. All the time I spent, like you grew weed for how long out in Cali? Uh, five years. Yeah. Damn. Like I was legit though. But <laughs> so like one last point on that is that like you, you fucking laid down, dude, you fucking fell on the sword, but it wasn't for the business side, it was for the fucking consumer side. Right, and in the long run, if I would have known then what it would have turned into, I probably wouldn't have done fucking like any of it. Because you walk into a dispensary now and someone's selling you a $75 half fucking gram cartridge, or there's a 65 fucking like dollar eighth, and you know that six people are paying the money to like, to get that. Like, yeah. guys like I, Jake and I, could smoke the best weed for the rest of our fucking lives and never even worry about it, but some like guy that has like MS in the suburbs is now paying $75 for a half grand pen, $60 for an eighth. I feel like I fought for a cause that like at the end of the day like abandoned me. You always knew it was gonna turn out like that. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, come on. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's capitalism. Yeah. This yeah. is what happens. Yeah. I mean, it was always gonna be that. It was crazy. It's like you you were a grower, so you're like you're the people that come in and like get the fuck out, dude. Yeah. This is a big business. We don't want any fucking Italians. No, Poe, yeah. po, circling back to these fake dicks that you used to use to bring your <laughs> Like, would you buy them according to size or necessity? No. It's color. Okay. All right. And I go like the mid color. I'll never forget the one time I had a really cool probation officer. And the one time that I, used, I used fake piss, I went in, I pissed. He took it. He looked at me. He's like, this piss is 72 fucking degrees. You didn't know you You're either dead. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe this is real. Let me suck that dick, dude. <laughs> Let me taste it's, it. It's very like rubs coke on his gums. Like, guys, your fake bird on it. <laughs> Guys looking at your cock while you like piss. And you know, uh, thankfully, uh, I was actually the first person in Pennsylvania to have a medical marijuana card while I was on probation. So I was the first person to be able to uh, smoke pot while on probation. Oh, cool. And like the idea of that was selfless. So that at the end of the day, people could use my case as a precedent oh, to awesome be able too. to say that, hey, this dude is a felon, he's on probation, but he's also on medical marijuana. Oh, damn, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, so shit. Uh, the ACLU is actually working on a statewide thing to remove everyone that's on probation off of any kind of med uh, marijuana test. Are they acknowledging you, though, that you would do? Nah. No, definitely not. Would you? <laughs> they should be naming hospital wings after you, dude. Yeah. They should at least be naming fake dicks after you. <laughs> <laughs> I figured they'll take Rizzo down someday and put me up. <laughs> put up a Jizzo statue. Yeah. <laughs> They should melt his statue down into a big giant bronze dick. Oh, of course. Wait, so do you, now uh, the obvious like move is like, do, are you guys gonna get into the fucking weed business or or not? No, Why not? I can't. Well, because I have a, a liquor license, so I'm oh, contractually okay. obligated to get. Yeah, I cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's gonna be quite the journey for you to be in like to grow pot and then kind of grow. Yeah, but I think I saw that it was going to happen. You know, it was, it was so obvious that it was going to become this commercial industry. And I mean, that's just, you know, what happens. Well, you, owned a, you owned a farm out there. I was just renting. So I rented five different farms. Right. Over, yeah, it was just, you know, and we would, but it was legal. We were under 99 plants, but every plant was like five to seven pounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> when you're saying you rent a farm, I'm picturing a fat Greek farmer landlord. No, dude, we straight one year rented this lady's like vacation home and fucking destroyed the fuck out of it. And came back and She's probably listening, dude. We got Did you see a lot of similarities between the beer brewing business and the weed growing business? Like you feel There's like more you similarities. Like moved, uh, moved well with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. The well, the reason that I even got into the beer was just was because I just sold everyone in the beer business weed. <laughs> so that's how I met everyone in the beer business, by being the weed hookup for them. So that's, you know, it's... Is there like, 
is, is it that there's more money in beer or is that it's just an easier industry to navigate? It's just an easier industry to navigate for sure. Uh, and yeah, there is more money. I mean, growing pot is a really fucking big pain in the ass to do. And you can't just, look, trust me, if I could just put plants in here and lights and do it, I'd fucking do it tomorrow, but it's just not that easy. Yeah, they there's need to there's be only like 20, there's like 20 licenses and they all cost $2 million. It's fucking bullshit. And I was know? completely surprised. Like I thought beer would take a lot longer than it did when they talk about like the scale of time that it takes to go from, like it's not even like as far as, like, weed was take like 90 days, 120 days to grow weed. Fuck yeah, I mean in Cali it's a whole season, but if yeah. you're doing flipping indoor, yeah, it's like, you know, 100, no, like 90 days or something like that. Beer, two weeks, bing bang, grain to glass. You know, no well, I mean, there's more work that goes into it than that. Don't sell yourself short, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovingly handcrafted in your fucking brewery, right? Yeah. You got a guy scrubbing yeah, dude walking around with heavy machines. It's a fucking heavy industry. It's quite the operation, too. Like, the thing is broken in here. Like, dude, the fucking walking dead could happen, and you could, I could be stuck in that brewery, and I wouldn't get a pint going for 10 years. But, like, it's, it's definitely, like, it's definitely... It's an art form as well. So just being able to pair like super heady fucking house-grown brews by like people that are potheads, you know, essentially, and be able to throw like my fucking bullshit, you know, Dago sandwiches along with it. Like I just feel like if I were to have to explore a legitimate route for the next like you know seven to ten years for my life, like I'm glad that. This is it. it could be worse. It could definitely be worse. <laughs> and, and just know your bullshit yeah. Dago sandwiches are the best fucking sandwiches I've had in a very long time. Thank so, you. Thank so you. I shoveled a fucking roast pork and a half of meat. That was one and a half face. I counted there. I actually <laughs> offered you half of, half of what I ate. You yeah, take one half of this and I ate his half. You gave me the uh, Thanksgiving sandwich. I'm a big Thanksgiving sandwich enthusiast. Yeah, and I was, I was enjoying the aroma. I smell every bite of food I ever take. And I was like, hmm, that actually smells like Thanksgiving. <laughs> Michael's like, I also just farted. <laughs> I didn't do it too, man. He's dude, he, he's got craft farts, dude. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, like, yeah. On the way out, he was just like, I'll put a little bit of gravy on it. Like, <laughs> I got my own poopery. Gravy captures like his essence of like who like I really am deep down. And like he says dude. like a lot of the he says the things that I am that I don't say. You yeah, know he's I mean? an every man's like, every man. Dude. No, oh, thank you guys. Thank yeah. you. It means yeah. a lot to me. Yeah. Definitely. I think the main difference though is that the thoughts escape your head. Like it's not like all the retarded bullshit rattles around, but then you're like, here's a poem about it. And it fucking rules every time. Yeah. Jake, what would I have to do to get involved in fart brewing? A fart. Like, what, what's the licensure behind that? Is there any? There's a lot of red tape. <laughs> I had. I was a tour guide at a brewery for a couple of years, and my favorite part of it was just making up answers to all the fucking dickhead questions. I. Can only imagine the stupid fucking questions. Yeah, like the, the, people, you like, the people that would like, uh, they would try to show everyone how cool they were with yeah. the question. And you know, the beer knowledge. Oh, and uh, where are these uh, grains from? And I was like, I don't know, <laughs> Southern Alabama. And yeah. like, oh, no, just like, can we just move, please? Yeah. You're going to get free beer after this is over. <laughs> Why are we staying there? Just watch the, fucking the Irishman <clears throat> press junkets if you want to see like horrendous questioning. <laughs> see like fucking. Dude, Dude, I can barely get through the fucking movie. We'll get the press junkets later. Dude, isn't it crazy that they let De Niro get away with fucking? He did Blue Eye for the movie. Yeah, he did. Worse than Trudeau. I did like. I, I like seeing in a violent old man. I don't think you see that. Enough. Yeah, but he's not fucking Irish, dude. He's Italian. He's fucking. He took a part from an Irish person. That's uh, well, a person of zero color. You know how many blue eyed devils are out there looking yeah, for acting like, work? As far as I know, they're a biological minority. And he fucking he took bread out of their mouths. Tim, I'm, I'm thinking we're just becoming activists. Right? I should have been. You are. You I should have been an Irishman, dude. I'm fucking big and jacked. Well, be prepared to be banned from federal land, dude. <laughs> You're going to be looking from the outside in at the fucking Betsy Ross house. I can't wait. Wishing you could touch that fucking flag. <laughs> but because you're talking this shit now for everybody to fucking hear, good fucking luck. Dave, how the fuck do you have cauliflower? Oh, it's from jujitsu. Okay. Oh, yeah, dude, we fucking. Yeah. Dude, we're both big fucking yeah. jujitsu. Yeah. I want to yeah. appear bigger than I am. I look like a cobra. <laughs> so it's I also the fucking sting. It's also from doing coke violently. <laughs> <laughs> I like my second evil. This is from passing out onto coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> You should fuck him up. Don't let him know that. Italian dude talking to ears. I'm actually gonna fuck up his, his Italian plumber brother instead. Dude. <laughs> Give him the bat signal. I'm so, yeah. I'm, I'm so fucking happy you were fucking running a business instead of beating up dinosaurs for your brother. I know. <laughs> 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 
What time is uh, that dominatrix upstairs then? I don't know, I put up for a thing. Um, yeah, but like the new Kensington neighborhood that's happening here is full of an eclectic. Is there a name? Is there a name for this area? Like, a, like a new name? Ten, old Kensington. O L D E. Yes. Should yeah. we make up a name? I think it should. It's called Dominatrix Hills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's definitely a like Fishtown kind of got like that Brooklyn vibe where like it started like you oh, know, all of a sudden some asshole that can't buy a house in Brooklyn can buy a house for half the price here, yeah. grow his fucking mustache out. And raise like Trevor the non-binary fucking vegan, you know, kid. Um, binary. Binary. I feel like over here. He's got a real ambiguous gender profile. I feel like these people over here, like, like I would, you, I would move out of my own house for to save two hundred dollars in rent, but like. Like a one bedroom in Fishtown might be fifteen hundred, but here it's like thirteen hundred, and like a lot of people are moving here. Like I would never pack up everything I fucking owned for two hundred to save two hundred hours a month. But I feel like the like millennial crowd is kind of moving this direction, and I know that these guys had their eye on this space. I mean, like between this, the thing going, there's a hundred forty units going across the street. There's a nice park across the street. Like it's really. I still think there was crackheads out here because uh, this morning there was this sixty. 60- year old lady, she spoke not a speck of English, and she's going, sandwich, 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 at like 9.30 a.m. I said, nah, we don't open till 11. You gotta come back. Sandwich, we'll open at 11, gotta come back. 30 minutes, 45 minutes later, Rich comes out, where, 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 where's this fucking Portuguese, Brazilian lady, my prep cook? I'm like, oh, dude, this is <laughs> 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 I'm like, is she, she the lady who doesn't speak any English? <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is that bitch at? Oh, he opens the door, she's standing right fucking there until 45 minutes later. I docked her. Taking meatballs out of sandwiches. Uh, no, I you so fucking piece of shit. Oh, that's great. So, like, you can come in, this is your intervention. Don't mind us. I am presenting. Go for it. Yeah, for people listening, we're, we're doing it in the uh, vestibule, I guess it is, a post sandwich shop. Which is going to be? It's a confessional. Actually. I read in prison too, all right, dude. But uh, yeah, this is going to be where people hang out at the brewery. But people got to come through here to get their sandwiches. So yeah, this is going to be the tasting room here. They have a great design for this, um, and then the pose is going to stay the same. All the beers here are going to be created in house. You know, how many beers are you starting off with on tap? I think we'll have probably have eight when we open, and but we have 12 taps up there, so we'll see if we can grow in all of them. We probably have some other, you know, a cider tap or something like that for the fucking gluten-free people out there. Yeah. Shout out to the gluten-free people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Stay home. Stay home. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Shout out to the gluten-tics. Well, I also had a joke that we would make a double gluten beer, I think, at one point, too. Hell yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I love poison. People that, like, poison themselves so that they can, like, spike someone that they disagree with <laughs> like people were mad at the fucking chef that died because he's like made fun of vegetarians yeah, yeah. And vegetarians were like see this is what happens when you fuck with us yeah they'll, they'll line anything up yeah that's true that's what i always liked about your activism that you never cried on the internet about Ooh, that was a big thing man i never noticed that until you, you fucking brought it up man not crying oh, dude i mean i don't know look that whole thing was basically like i'm just like a skinny piss off Italian kid, right? So like whoever it was like getting in our way, it was like kind of like fuck you, like what are you gonna be able, like do about that? So it's like pot was great because it's so absurd, right? Like it heals sick kids. It makes like the shit that this does like is so like ridiculous that like going up against the machine and that it was very easy for me to come like kind of like a folk hero because all you really had to do was have the balls to be like, you know what, like this is bullshit. I took it on the chin like a bunch of times. I mean, like, dude, I got my house SWAT team. That's sick. I got my party. That fucking rules. SWAT team. Dude, could like, you imagine throwing a party that got SWAT yeah, team? At a certain point, where you're like, yeah. Well, the best, the best part about that is like, I went into jail, and I was at because we got this kingpin statue. So our Ooh. fucking it was two hundred fifty fucking grand was God, our so bail. Man. So because our bail was so high, me and my girlfriend both got transferred transferred in the uh, the highest maximum security at, at the place. Jesus. So like three days they make sure you don't have like AIDS or lice and shit and you're with like all these like, people in like a holding type of area. Yeah. And then they transfer you to the gen- general population. Yeah. So like I'll never forget, like dude, I was walking into max security general pop and I got my fucking shit like this. 
and all of a sudden, as cliche it is, I'm getting fucking fished. I'm getting banged in like fresh fish in this motherfucker. I'm a caveman. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is where you either fucking shank someone or suck a fucking cock kid to like fucking like figure Start out. Start sucking. That's right. To figure out what the fuck is going on and like. Once, uh, I'll never forget, I got put into a corner room where it was like fucking uh, janitor closet with two brothers that were in there for homicide. They'd been sitting for two and a half years waiting for trial and like a Rasta dude. I walked in, I saw Stephen King to stand like in the cut and I'm like, that's a thousand pages, dude. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, my lawyer said to be about like two weeks to get you out of here. So like I settled in and like did that. But like, dude, there's a lot of people that fight their cases. I did everything I could to like, to like get my freedom, like you know what I mean. Like I never wanted to be a martyr. You yeah. know what I mean. Like, and I just, Did you have to give everyone up. No. Nah, what kind of program were you running when you're in the fucking pen, dude? I mean, the, 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 the beautiful part about that was it was on the fucking news. So like the thing is, the next day after I got transferred, there was like six dudes sitting on the stoop, uh, like the the jail stoop. They all looked like fucking rock, like uh, Charles Dutton. And uh, they're, like, they're like, hey. When you got out, did he clap his hands? Like, yeah. They're like, hey, come over here. Like, who's that motherfucker on the TV? I'm like, yeah. And then like, you know, and then from there, like I kind of got like, I had like a clout for like a second. Oh, I started cool, my ramens, fucking hollers. Dude, when you found out, dude, when you found out you had kingpin status, were you in your mind thinking like, all right, I'm gonna fucking crush John Gotti in one year? <laughs> dude, when I see fucking Gotti on the basketball court. <laughs> When you're in the, oh, in jail, you're a shot caller, dude. In jail, it's they call me Jin, they call me because I, yo, I had, I had brand new sneakers on because I went to the party like fresh as shit, <laughs> got pinched. Next thing I'm on the court, they're trying to like fucking like, yo, Jinobu, they wear your shoes, fuck you, motherfucker. I guarantee you that was instantaneous too. As soon as you walk through, one of those guys is quick enough to hit you with Jinobu. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy though. <laughs> It's fun though, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Listen, people say about federal prison. Everyone should have to do a fucking weekend in fucking. You graduate high school, weekends. you should do a weekend in jail, work like six months in a restaurant, and then feel the fucking apathy of like the fucking. Mike would do every weekend like, in jail if you let him. We talk, yeah. honestly, Poe, we talk about that a lot. Like, I would, love to, I would love to get weekends in jail just to get the fuck away from everybody. Yeah, <laughs> For real, dude. What was, dude, what, was there one particular thing that like you actually kind of miss about being there? There was there was something you can never get in public life that was actually very cool, very unique to that situation. Probably sucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the last night uh, I did some like suboxin, suboxin. What they would do is they would smuggle in suboxin on these strips, right? And then they would dissolve it on the like water, and uh, and then you would like drink the water, and it would feel like you would, like fucked up all purposes, like crazy. Yeah. Um, and my last night we had like a, had a little like jail oh, party funny, yeah. with like the three dudes that like, yeah. knew I was getting out of the morning. Like we all like snorted water suboxone and like had a ramen party and shit. Was it one dude like, uh, I told you I wasn't getting anything, then he just pulls a present out of his asshole. I made it metal shop. <laughs> I think jail gives you like this sense of like empathy for like what's like really yeah. going on and you like check it out and you like, I like can relate to like pretty much like anyone, like I'm not scared of anything because of it. Like I feel like it like, I'm just like more like a complete person because of my life experiences have been so like fucking insane, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like I'm sure you've had a fucking pretty crazy life. Do you guys have on your face all the time? I only did jail for violence in jail one night. No, but I'm saying this <laughs> your life in general though. Fucking growing you weed, Yeah, growing. I was smoking a joint in a car in Newark outside a hotel. It was stupid, nah. it was ridiculous. And they literally put me in jail and then I flew to St. Bart's the next day. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, you fled the charge? <laughs> yeah. God damn. And then, actually, this is also a suboxone water that Jake is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he brews here. Well, I think it's fair to say that all of us have lived fairly unique lives, and like, although that like there's been like struggling times or whatever, being able to actually follow things that you really care about and do things yeah, that you really, you know, ten years ago I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. I went to Occupy Philly. Ten years later, I you know, two-time felon with a baby that owns a restaurant. But like, yeah. I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. You know what I mean? Like the people I've met and things I've done. Have been have been great. Well, dude, you're undoubtedly like one of the most interesting people to us. Like when we first started doing this and we started trading emails, you were one of the first names that came up. Really, I thought I solicited you guys. You did, but you were actually on the list too. You were the first person to reach out. Yeah, that's true. No, I forget. But the whole thing, like the whole thing behind what we're doing, is just based upon people who forge their own path 
and what you guys had mentioned earlier about finding one another, about getting with people who are of like minds, cutting out turds, and associating with people who will build you up, regardless of what that is. If it's fucking, you know, making you feel better about yourself or actually growing a business, yeah. you know, that's of utmost importance. That's actually what I was going to say, um, because I, when you said that we all have, like, unique lives, I think that, like, the, <clears throat> I think people, like, look at people like you... Or, or like a successful version of someone like you. And they, <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. No, but they see, they see someone that's like enterprising like that. Like he obviously was born into a life where he was gonna like do, like what, what's unique is when you realize that you can do anything and then you start doing, like instead of getting a like fucking normal film. <laughs> Especially if you're a film. Yeah. No, like that's, that's what's unique to me is that like, yeah, you'd feel suffocated by the idea of just settling, and now you have a kid. Could you imagine just, like, oh no, you don't have to imagine. There's a moment where, like, this happened to me my second week of working full-time right out of high school. The Monday after, my second Monday at a full-time job, I just, I felt like I was looking down like in an infinite matrix hallway of Mondays where I was like, oh no, this is forever. This is all it is forever. And I was like 18 at the time. I was like, no. And then people, but then people just like get in. They're like, all right, well, they treat you like a log flume almost. Yeah, and I almost got like God bless those people because like I was just like, as a blue collar kid, I was like, the last thing I ever want to fucking do is like have a gold chain or socks with sandals or have like a fucking Italy tattoo. All I want to do is get away from like. That's all shit that I just started wanting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have an Italy tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that fucking like fucking piece of shit. I just want to get away from that. Like I feel like that. I've, like my whole life, I've been like pushing myself to get as far as away from like who I am but like by doing that I feel like like I found myself like to a certain extent and I feel like that that's taken like a lot of exploration to a certain extent and there's been a lot of trials and tribulations but like at the end of the day to be sitting next to this guy we're both pushing 40 we got young kids we're fucking on the verge of like starting like our own businesses and in control of our own destiny I feel like that, you know, oh my God, dude, I don't want to jerk off. I'm not eating it, dude. Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to save me a bite. <laughs> Jake, to what Poe just said, like, how, do, how does that correlate to you? Like, when did you know that, like, all right, like, this is what my future is going to be unless I decide to forge my own path? I mean, I, when I had a kid. I mean, yeah. you know, that's when it, before that, it was like I could do whatever I wanted and go wherever I wanted. Was, and, you know, I but mean, even that, that, I mean, just being, just doing like that kind of shit is different than what most, like we all grew up in the same general area. Like most people are just like, all right, I'm gonna stay in this fucking neighborhood till I die and never do anything, never go anywhere, never experience anything different. Yeah, I don't know why. I, it just, you had to get out of here. But I, it always yeah. brings me back to though, you know? Like I always get yeah, yeah, yeah. back. I but, it. Uh, I, you know, it just, I never wanted to, my dad, you know, I don't know, I don't know, honestly, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't really know. What's well, the like when I look at the idea of like a normal life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you eat that? Yeah, so Jake, yeah. <laughs> just, just to preface the whole fucking episode, but like, I thought I was fucking stoned until I met this motherfucker. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, this is how people look at me. They're like, oh, well, like, yes, Jake. No, everyone's but, like, uh, no one's not <laughs> But yeah, so Jake, Jake, I take edibles like I completely fucked up. He doesn't. And he took probably like 250 to 400 milligrams of honey today. What? That wasn't that, was that yeah. much? Yes. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a, away, edibles man. are definitely a different game. And with my kid now, it's been like, I've had to change the way I consume like everything. Like edibles. Because you're nursing. The little fucking <laughs> Edibles, it's, it's just like it's definitely got a fake change. <laughs> Buy it from the same fake dick store. <laughs> I long gone of the days of me with a 14 inch joint like on the fucking internet smoking it. Like I've had to definitely change my plans, but you guys know how much stuff changes. Like, when's the last time we like? When's the last time we had like a marathon jerk off session? Like I haven't jerked off every like, day, dude. Yeah, I, I, I'm, like, like, I, I still go hard. Like I'm still raging against dying of the light. Yeah. <laughs> And it, it took me f- fucking forever to get with the program because, I mean, as evidenced by my fucking coke story early on, like, I left my wife with a lot of responsibility for a lot of years. Like, my oldest is 16. You know, I would, you know, I definitely toned it back, you know, as the years progressed since becoming a dad to where it was, like, every weekend. Then it got to a point where, like, once every three months, like, I would yeah. just go missing. And I'd see my, I have to have 12 missed calls from my wife and I would just turn off the phone. And enjoy the rest of my drugs. Yeah. Did you have to have a talk with your kids like, guys, daddy's not doing coke anymore. It's going to be a lot harder for me to keep up with you. <laughs> Can we all just tone it Dude, down? Dude, honestly, like, I felt a big difference. Like, 
I was whacked on perks for a couple of years. And nothing is more fun than hanging out with your kids when you're whacked on perks. <laughs> Dude, I would take those motherfuckers to the park every day if I could, man. It's funny the things that like motivate you. Like you think about it, like you know, like I, I envy my parents now because I wonder what was going through their heads. Because I think about this last year, I open pose, I fucking close pose, I was in fucking limbo. Jay cooks me up. I opened it here. Like so many things happened that like. You can't even explain that to your child. Like, right. I wonder what the fuck was going on with like my parents when like they had yeah. us. It was boring. Like, it was probably like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're they didn't right. have anyone on Instagram driving to work. Driving to work. Yeah, yeah. Sinatra yeah. Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, look, don't look too far into it. Dude. <laughs> I'm trying to live like Henry Hill. Yeah, your dad was Henry Chill. Your mom was just gonna put sandwiches in metal lunchboxes. But dude, going back to like, it was such a quick turnaround from when. The last location close to when this opened, like, yeah. I mean, I believe in you. I, I knew you were going to come back, but I didn't expect it to be that quickly. I DM'd him the day it closed. He put the Instagram post up that said, I'm closing. I was like, perfect. I got a spot for you. Fuck yeah, we were third choices. It was that day. Uh, yeah. you, you said you put up, did you put up a post? Like, I'm looking for the next well, step? Or was no, it like, like he just jumped in? Like, listen, what basically happened without violating my NDA was like, I was put in a position where like, I could either like, yeah. get oh, fucked cool. with my business or I could just close my business. And it got to the crossroads where I realized that this was a great fucking idea. People fucking loved it. And it, Maybe if I just fall on the sword for now, that like something would work out. And I'll be honest, I've lived a fucking charm life. Like I've been through a lot of bullshit, but like something beautiful like always happens to me. You know, you're always like, doing like cool shit. Well, I think I'm trying to be like a good person too, and I feel like that like that yes. helps. Dude, right? you're you're, you're, create, you're creating a lot of your own circumstances, and I think through that kind of work ethic and also through that kind of um, positivity that you're outputting, that's why you're able to get around. You know, yeah. like-minded people and people that are willing to fucking help you up when you go down. Yeah, so like the day of, I'm like hoping that someone just like angel invests in me and be like, yo dude, I Sam's are awesome, here's like yeah. 50K. <laughs> and then in my, it was my messages and then like the message request is fucking 200 followers fucking Jake. Like, <laughs> yo dude. I was like, I No, but like, but like, but seriously, like, you know, like, me reading those, actually reading those messages, like of all the messages for me to just like look in there and him be like, yo dude, we're opening this brewery. I want fucking absolutely nothing to do with the kitchen <laughs> at all. Come peep it. And then like, you know, I lost all my equipment and everything from the business like before. And then I walked in and like everything was like in, you know, and then like, they're being like, yo, we're gonna, bro, we're gonna do that. We're gonna, we're gonna start brewing beer. And then I run him you know, with a bunch of fucking people and they're like, Jake, like, the man, you know what I mean? So like, you know, just in a fatalistic way, I was like, yo, look, this is like it, let's fucking go. And like, I think that like, we're on the verge of fucking doing something here that like, we'll be like relaxing for the rest of our life. Because like, dude, we're not complicated fucking individuals, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that finding that peace after all this fucking time on this shitty fucking planet and being able to be in a position where like, is it ideal? Like, obviously not. Like, I thought I was gonna fucking play center field for the fucking Yankees, right? Like, but here we are, and at least like it's fucking. We're sitting here, and we're all doing our own thing. We're being creative, and we're gonna make money. Like, that feels like it's the best that I can fucking do. Well, you'll never play for the Yankees, but I don't know if you're gonna take any solace in the fact that you do have the facial structure of an obnoxious New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever that's worth. <laughs> Did you get hit with that one when you were going? To <laughs> Jew neckbeard, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> you look like a fucking Hasidic rabbi on a bender. <laughs> That's actually just foreskin stuck in your beard. Most accurate yeah. fucking thing ever. You're like, like an unlicensed moil. <laughs> Chris, you want to jump in here and talk about the robot a little bit? Man, I can't get my fucking phone in charge. Come on. All right. Jump in with Jake for a second. Sorry, what I was going to say. Yeah, I was just saying the same thing. Well, you tell them about the origins of. Uh, the human robot. What? Tell me, me a little bit about the, uh, the origins of the robot. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll treat it like the robot. There is no origins. <laughs> Dude, when did you take that honey? Or the, I one? ate the honey, what, an hour and a half ago, oh, I so guess? You feel good. Yeah. So it's just starting to, like, you know, creep you in. You start DMing all your sandwich guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. This is how I wish, like, Winnie the Pooh spoke. <laughs> 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 Two hours ago, <good>, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I always I, I wanted Pizza Gut before Poe, but uh, he got his own spot. Do you ever go circles and squares? No, oh, no, that's, that's, no. No, I don't fuck with anything but Poe's sandwich like that. Poe's man. Fucking mention other food guys. I fucking spike a hoagie into the ground. Like I just scored. Go break that dude's windows next. I know that. I would want pizza gut too. Dude, how old were you when you moved out to California to start doing what you did? I was so I had a friend. I was probably 32, and I had a buddy who was doing it, and then he got uh, snagged in a conspiracy. Never got actually caught selling weed. Didn't get caught with guns, money, anything. Just pictures of him doing things. Three years. Well, wait, 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 what were the pictures of? That's him doing. He was jerking off. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, exchanging money, exchanging bags. I got one fucking Rico statue. That's actually how Jake got 200 Instagram followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most like post. No, they literally did Rico him though. It's some wild ass shit. Classic Rico. And he, yeah, you know, it's, it's a classic situation. No, but he had a farm, and then I took it over, and while well, he was. Was he like, dude, I'm going, I'm, I'm doing a, a fucking. Dude, I had to like do these like meets where like I would meet his girl, like his baby mama and shit. And like slide 10 G, you know, like envelopes oh, on the table is all fucking big. Dude, the whole guy <laughs> on the way there, we were like, this is gonna be cool, like a movie. Or were you, were you actually no, it was just a huge fucking pain in the ass. It wasn't cool at all. It's like, god damn it, I gotta go meet this fucking pit bull fucking bitch at this fucking rest stop in fucking Baltimore. You know? Is he still locked up or is he gonna hear no, that? No, he's out. He was at my wedding. No. <laughs> Best man? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> well, yeah. Closer to worse, man. <laughs> he was actually the star of the wedding. Everyone was coming up to me like, your friend Kevin is so nice. I'm like, hey, just he won't stop stabbing people. I love it. No, I never see that at weddings. I always wanted, like, when, when he came, oh, he, he was an attendee at the wedding, not actually in the wedding. Exactly. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, like, it was always a dream of mine. Um, since I got a pretty good round of applause when I came through, I was part of a wedding party. But... I was with a fat girl, and I always assumed that a part of the applause was like sympathy applause for her. So like, I always wanted to like, I always wish they would change the rigmarole so that like you could come out on your own to gauge how accurate if the applause was. If it was for you is. or yes. them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. If I, if She's I'm, smiling like you're just scowling down at her like, they, they don't actually like you. This is all I Like, am I getting a standing O because like I killed it at the wedding or because I'm pity walking this fat girl? You hate her. I can, yeah. I can feel it, Pete. I don't, I don't have hate in my heart, man. That's, that's I can't harbor hate in my heart, man. <laughs> you for, you've learned to forgive her for being oh. a fucking pig? Well, not everybody's at their best when they're wearing a satin dress. Oh, I think I just wrote a country song. <laughs> that's definitely Jason Aldean. Put it on the fucking album, dude. Fuck, man. You guys, uh... You're opening in mid-January? Mid-January, we're going to try to open. I mean, it just depends on how much liquor control board wants to fuck with us. Because now that they know Poe's around and he's a fucking felon, they're trying Dude, to fucking right, think like, it's around. It's like a total liability, right? You're I, 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 apparently. Like, loose cannon, man. Yeah. He's a real fucking loose. He's going to fucking take his dick out on a bar. <laughs> Probably, I don't but know. But he's a really, really good guy. He's a really solid good guy. dude. Solid dude. <laughs> it's really I, tough. <laughs> he's such a fucking wild animal that when you, like, on first glance, you're like, this guy definitely has top hats. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he is like an Italian raccoon. Like, there's. But he's so solid. Uh, without a doubt. I would never imagine. No, without true. a doubt, one of the best. That's all I met him in comedy. Like, when I watched him do comedy, I was like, oh, this guy definitely fucks. Yeah, how did you guys He fucks above his weight. I, I met him doing comedy, and I, I distinctly remember the first in-depth conversation we had, which was at R.P. McMurphy's on McDade Boulevard, which is a total shithole. Yeah, but it's the kind of place where serendipity would have guys like us meet. Yeah, exactly. You know? That is beautiful. Yeah, I feel like most of the people I met were in Delco Bars. You, where did I first meet you? Probably met me at uh, when Philly Improv Theater was in the basement, basement. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instantly hit it fucking off. Dude. Yeah. The fucking energy's matched. There we go. We're just talking about origin stories. Yeah. Yeah, we were saying how, like, you're such a fucking wild animal. <laughs> I'm just going to repeat all that. No, like, you, you give off such a fucking wild vibe that if you don't know you, it definitely seems like you're putting on an act to impress people in, like, an embarrassing way. But it's all genuine. Yeah. Which makes it the opposite. And the thing is about that, too, is, like, I think that when I first started Poe, there was a hard, like, separation between, like, 
like me and that person now for 10 years, if I have to turn fucking like Poe on, like I can, but like I have more control. It was sort of the purpose the whole time. Right, like more of who I actually am. It's it's funny, you guys know how it is. It's like you want everyone to know your name when you're starting out, right? And then like all of a sudden, like that's all people like know of you. And then when I hear my actual name, I know it's someone that cares about me or someone that I've known for a long time. Like even to all the people here, I'm like, if someone asks for fucking rich, like they like, they're pretty sure that like they know who I am. Yeah. And, like I know how to do, you know, turn them both on. And it's like, you know, I just think that we've been super humble about like what we've done. Where like I'm never talking about myself. Like we're getting basically like the rec- like people are giving us like that recognition. And I can say like, thank you. And I think that goes a long way too. Because if I was obnoxious, which I try like not to be, I feel like I'd have a lot less support. I feel like that like everyone we work with and everything we've done has put us in a position that like I've become like at least a sympathetic figure like yeah. figure yeah, to a certain extent. And it's like the people I work with, like working with kids with with that need cannabis, working with veterans that need cannabis, like they feel like it's like, well all of a sudden it goes beyond me and then it's like, well, you can say whatever the fuck you want about me. What are you gonna say to a twelve year old girl that needs this to stay alive? What are you gonna say to a veteran that was at fucking Abu Ghraib that like, you know, uses cannabis so that he doesn't remember like Right. That's the opposite of a hero story. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean that's what the T M P T S D actually stands for tickle torture. <laughs> so I feel like it's it's definitely been uh, you know interesting. And I feel like that in the very least in our own like kind of Philly way that it's become an endearing thing. And I feel like it's interesting that a guy like me has become like you know, Fergie is like the beer guy, like to a certain extent, like the bar Fergie. Yeah, not the black yeah. guy. Yeah. Not fucking yeah. Entertainer. Yes, but it's nice to be able to you know be recognized for that. And like, yeah, dude, I just want to make money for my fucking kids. Like, I don't care about anything else anymore. It's like, yeah. I'm not trying to be like whatever about it, but it's just like it's more about being at the point where it's like I paid my dues. If you know who I am, you know who I am. If not, just like enjoy the fucking meatballs and like let me pay the bills. At you what know? at what point of like being a dad that you feel like something clicked in you was it when you found out you were having your son or when you actually saw it no dude it was probably like about like 10 months mm-hmm. because like the first six months from me banging my head against the wall being like is this really my fucking like life and like settling in and me and tim were talking earlier about like That's your see, when you see the development and you realize that like this is going to be you know like a journey with like someone in it like it's not like some white trash parents like i had like it's like someone that has like a little bit of like life experience and shit. Yeah. And you know that you're gonna like nurture and like provide a better life. Like just that's been the coolest part of it. Dude, you know? to that point, like I wish one thing that was stressed more by uh, by people who have been down that road in regards to having kids is telling, especially dudes, that like, look, it's gonna be awful. Like for a good amount of months, if not years, you're going you're gonna want to Chris Benoit the entire fucking household. <laughs> yeah, dude. And at a certain point, like you're gonna ease into it. Whereas I think like the transition. Um, it's just different for women, whereas yeah. like with us, and I think it's partly it's different for us because we can bail right. if we wanted to. There, there's always that option, but I mean, then, once they're born, either one can bail. Yeah. Hey, yeah. True, yeah, that's a good point. But I, I think the, the more socially acceptable version of that is that dad just like moving to Colorado. Right, dad is going to get cigarettes. But that is definitely the case. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely been a humbling experience. I feel like at the end of the day, now I have a different purpose. I feel like I live like my life for myself for so long, and now you have to put yourself second and learning about that's that shit's hard. Man. Is, is yeah, like uh, you know, especially when you have like an affinity for strippers and drugs and like all different types <laughs> of shit like that. Like it's like you know, but like now, like the other day, I could have went to the titty bar and watched football, or go home and hung out my son, and I went home. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking went home. That's a new decision tree. Like, you know what? Like, you're like, yeah. I thought you were going to say you took him to the city. <laughs> I, do have an offer on, I do have an offer on the table that uh, I can bring him in in the afternoon. <laughs> but he has to dance. For the Salisbury, Salisbury State book that. Yeah, but I mean, it's great. It's been quite a journey, and I feel like at the end of the day, like, you know, starting out wanting to do a stand-up and going to Occupy Philly and going through all the arrests and going through everything. Four years old, I guess I'm a man. Yeah. So it's cool. Now, as far as like the degenerate streak, like I've, I, I'm still on the fence as to whether or not, like, once my kids are grown up, whether I'm going to fucking hit the ground running right. and take down that road again. No. Do you feel as though like you're changed for the good, or do no, you I think it's going to be? I'm always going to be me, and like curbing who I really am is like 
what I have to do for the rest of my life. Did your next marathon jerk session when you're 58 years old? <laughs> they went to California for 11 days. I touched myself like for so long. <laughs> like, I was, like alone in a room, touching myself. It's a, it's a magical place, man. Dude, yeah. I, I bought a butt plug when I was at there, dude. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just the mood struck me, man. It's like when you're at a wedding and you can't believe you're actually dancing. It's just like, I was like that. It was just like knocking on heaven's door, man. Yeah. Now, now look at me. Oh my god. But yeah, I'm glad that you guys are doing this. I feel like, yeah, like you guys have always been the cream of the crop town-wise in Philadelphia. It's nice to see you. Thanks for fucking saying Oh, no, that's okay. You know, like... What did you do, Flex? Yeah, I forgot there was a video. That's perfect. No, we were before we started recording. We were talking about how he was like excited. So his son's a year old, and he was talking about how like when you receive like affection back from the kids, or you see them like absorb like the first little bit, yeah, and be able to like give it back to you. And like the difference between that and like adults who think that owning a pet is like a real relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plant mommy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great weed business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, but it's like, it's the human being that you love and tolerate and want to hate fuck, and you, like, combine into one person, and all of a sudden one day you look over, he's making a face that you do or doing something you do. Like, I thought, I, I thought that before I had a kid, I had the complete range of human emotion. You know what I mean? I felt like everything, been every drug, been in every situation, whatever. And parenthood's a completely different thing, and I'm like kind of just looking forward to being selfless. Poe couldn't accept his son until a SWAT team fucking took him out <laughs> of the nursery. Yeah. There he is, that's my boy! <laughs> yeah, I think I'll laugh some days now. Like, my parents weren't cool, like, I'm a fucking felon, dude. Like, how cool is that? Wait, I, couldn't, yeah, I couldn't figure out which way you were going with that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just feel like, you know. What do your parents think about you being a fucking white knight felon <laughs> I think that they're proud like you're I think a martyr they're really proud like they didn't ever got it and then like eventually like when I get arrested and there's like a hundred people outside of like some fucking building like banging on things to free me I think I like clicked you know oh, with them damn. and being like you know my son is doing something that I don't know what the fuck it is people seem to be intrigued and also like being a like lower middle class blue collar dude I'm the first person owns a business ever in my family you know, I know that they're, like, definitely proud of that. In certain That's ways, a big you know? fucking deal, man, because, you know, one, one of the things that, like, we mentioned before is that, or that I mentioned before is that, like, I think it's every generation's responsibility to improve upon what the previous generation said. And regardless of, like, how far an advancement it is, I think you really got to give yourself credit at the end of the day. I know you're a humble dude. And you, you would at least, I think, acknowledge that, like, you just did that you're doing something that was never done before without a doubt like my girlfriend is from fucking california it took me 32 years to fucking get to california once my son's been in california fucking three times in the yeah. first year of his life so like if that's not fucking upward mobility yeah. you know what i mean i, came I feel in, like it's I like i definitely a... came in the right girl this might be a poor kid thing because i remember doing it and now my kids are doing it they're like how many, how many states have i been in like they're just like oh, probably like like three or four states, dude. Yeah. I guess I've traveled pretty well. Yeah. Like New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Right. Like I fucking went to Wildwood. Was the first yeah, time exactly. I went to like it's 22, like, you know? Wildwood, huh? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it sounds like a different state to me. I yeah. guess I should probably check my passport status. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did every year up until I think I was Dude, my map. fucking Oregon trip is booked. I'm sorry. Oh, I saw, but I, I saw, so your, I saw your uh, sister post tickets fucking, on Instagram, yeah, my man. Sister, my sister bought my whole family flights out to Oregon to stay right. there for a week. Dude, I'm going to take two weeks. We're going to go to fucking Twin Peaks. We're going to go see a dude. That's it. I heard Portland's gorgeous. I fucking I've never been about San Francisco. Though. Pacific Northwest is the best fucking place in the world. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fucking. Anyway, she wanted you to come out so we could do the podcast out there. Oh, that would be incredible, dude. Yeah. So just yeah, fly so out. Dude, dude, I love Patreon, her fucking dog. Yeah. Get on the fucking Patreon. Get Mike out to Oregon with yeah, me. Get out to I want to shit in the water too, dude. Snaps, yeah, dude. dude. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna record the in the water shitting. His yeah. big thing is like when he goes into the uh, the the beautiful rivers there. He yeah. likes to Waterfall shit. In, yeah, he likes to shit into the water. Just free shit. Just float. Just float your whole body and just let go, dude. Let go. Let God. Yeah, <laughs> it's like mouth, dude. It's like getting mouthwash in your butt. <laughs> Probably just use a turkey baster. Just fucking dock, dude. It's <laughs> yeah, dude. We're gonna have fucking Doc touch it. birds. Doc we're gonna touch birds. Yo, notice what my kid 
they gave him, they circumcised him. They gave him got more fucking skin on his dick than yeah, like yeah, I, than I did. He's got like a nice little, like more. They gave him a fade. Uh, more like, skin. They gave him a fade, dude. Because we were just yeah, fucking dude. talking about this. <laughs> they give him more. I had a fucking bowl cut yeah. when, I was, when I got dude, shirked, dude. Dude, dude. They shirked me so fucking hard. Like, my skin looks like when they're measuring for a tight first down, where they like you see the chain leaning. Like I got a fucking first down dick. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, my get, fucking circ introduced a, some sort of curve in my mind. Looks like yeah. the quarterback's front arm, like when they reach out in front. <laughs> yeah. You're a curver? Yeah. Well, lumps a curver. Curves go deep. Oh, no. <laughs> curves be in the guts. Like, what's that? My fucking kidney. Get me in the kidney, bud. It's wild, dude. Yeah. But you got curve. Cu- and you guys curve? Anybody got a slight dude, angle? Curve bird. Yeah, straight bird. Team straight bird. Yeah, I'm wondering a wild fucking ride, dude, and I'm just glad to be able to be standing at the end of it, you know? Because a lot of people, like, you know, like, adversity, it fucking comes in waves, and it proves, like, It's been incredible you watching your edible hit in real time. This is awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling mine, like, hit, and I'm feeling great. Dude, I'm, like, But he's still right? motivational <laughs> as it's hitting. It's incredible, dude. You're, like, a guru now. I know, dude. Fucking uh, OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think about that sometimes. It's like, fucking, I could have went like the Jim Jones route, you know? Oh, absolutely. I thought you were gonna. I was like, I gotta back away. I can't be involved. <laughs> well, it's crazy when your demographic is like, my demographic is still to this day like 24 year old to like 30 year old dudes that like just like live, smoke, and breathe like pot. It's like, you know, like there's never been an attractive girl be like, you're my hero. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, some dude that kind of looks like you. <laughs> Wait, didn't you didn't you meet your wife while you're in like the yeah. midst of all this? I mean, it worked the one she time it needed to. She was 19. I was 32. Damn, dude, you're canceled. Yeah, get on the fuck out of here. Speaking of canceled, it's crazy too to just like be on a podcast because like when I used to do the Panic Hour, which you were on, like we used to do like fucking 9/11 specials and like Sandy Hook specials and all this crazy shit. And then when you see what happened to like Shane, you're just like, Jesus Christ, like. You know, I feel like I bite my tongue about shit all the time because you don't necessarily You want can say anything now because there's yeah. so much content that it's almost like impossible for anyone to find it. Well, like also, also as a business owner too though, it's like I'm constantly like biting my tongue because like <laughs> when I like, I'll never forget, there's a Fishtown group with 11,000 people in it. And when my business closed, these people were like talking shit. Like girls with like fucking manager haircuts were like, you know, like good riddance and you know this and this and this. You don't need none of that fucking hipster right. bullshit, dude. Now, my like, fucking dad owned two hundred sandwich shops sure. in fucking yes. Richmond Street alone. Right, like, you don't know who I am. Like I was really offended by how like you want to be like I'm a person. Right, well, right, exactly. And the thing is, is, the internet allows people to write checks that their asses can't cash, right? So like this lady was saying all this shit. I'm like, listen, you fucking cunt. Keep your name out of my fucking mouth. My name out of your fucking mouth. And then, like, her, like, beta cook husband was like, is he going to be banned from this group or not? Because <laughs> he called my wife a cunt. I'm like, look, bro, I don't care if you're fucking white, black, fucking red, fucking gray alien. A cunt is a fucking cunt. And I'm sick of people being able to, like, say whatever the fuck they want about people without repercussion. Because, like, at the end of the day, I am, like, a fucking, like, person. You can have your idea of, like, who I am. But like at the same time, like if you're gonna run your fucking like mouth about me without like any information, like I'm gonna like fucking fire back. But then as a business owner, you have to like really watch what you're saying because like you never know. Like look, podcasting, right? What the fuck have we said in the last hour, right? But if really anyone was in a position where you're gonna analyze that, <laughs> if you end up analyzing that shit, man, like you definitely like. You know what happened with Shane? Like, were those the greatest jokes? Like, no, but like over this period of like fucking time, like, dude, like you're doing your thing. And to see the repercussions of something like that in the long run, now as a business owner, to be like, well, you know what? If I say I don't want trannies eating my sandwiches, or my <laughs> there, <laughs> there it is, right there. there it is. Sandwiches. <laughs> you know, like you really have to deal with that. And as a comedian, I feel like at heart, I feel like everything I've always been, always done has been comedy based and you could like take it too seriously or whatever but if you didn't get the joke of like what I was doing like then like fuck off you know what I mean and I feel like that it's kind of become such a stale environment with that that it's kind of you know sad and I'm almost like glad I'm out of it because the thing is I haven't done comedy for like 
we sit down, we like fucking bust each other's balls, have a good time, crack up. You know I'm a fucking funny person, yeah. but like, what's the fucking point of trying to bring it? Hell yeah, dude, yeah. this is real high talk. This yeah. is so fucking yeah, Dude, right. when you start getting down, right. like, what's the fucking point? That's what I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm also dude, feeling good. We're, we're in a simulation. <laughs> it's almost impossible that we're not in a simulation. I agree. You know what, I'm not gonna fucking get into it. I'm gonna save it for the fucking Yelp review. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All your feedback's like, this guy really wanted to get to the point. <laughs> He's got some ideas. Sandwiches are right. There's a guy named Nick Bostrom that has the, the created simulation theory that I recommend checking out. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the idea is that like eventually virtual reality is going to be so convincing that you won't be able to know. What, so if that's inevitable, then how do we know that that point's not already behind us and we're exactly. in the fucking simulation now? Exactly. I just make it the point sick. where I can jerk off to anyone on, on VR. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just, dude, I was just talking about beating off to VR today because my wife's going away for a few days around Christmas. Nice. She's like, what are you going to do? And like, my first thought was getting VR goggles. Fucking just eat, just, just being in the middle of the living room floor, just eating virtual ass. <laughs> when's she going away? Uh, two days after Christmas. Two days after Christmas. For how long? To uh, Gettysburg. Nice. For uh, two or three days. Yeah, I mean, that's far enough that like she can never drive home and catch her to hooker. What'd she get you for your birthday? Uh... We don't, we don't really get gifts. Okay, what about her? Right. Yeah, I don't do it either. <laughs> yeah. I don't she can give you, dude, you, you, like, so then you get to pick your own gift. Like, oh, I just picked this up for myself. It'll be my birthday present. You should get a gift card for the dominatrix upstairs. The foot oh, dominatrix. I got you a dust pain. <laughs> it's got your initials on it. I don't, I don't think I would enjoy a foot job. No. Just, it's a lot of rigmarole for... Wait, Listen, we're, we're, living in the sur- we're living in the service economy now where it's like, dude, like, you know, like 10 years ago... You couldn't have a job. Now you can fucking deliver Uber. You can yeah. send food yeah. pics. You can do whatever. Like it's wide fucking. It's wide open. Dude, I'm a meat and potatoes comer. I agree. <laughs> Dude, I agree. No frills. No feet. No, just put this boot. Like, let me see. Like, yeah. like some fucking <laughs> yeah. reverse cowgirl and some fucking nonsense. Dude, I've mentioned this so on the internet, but like, you know, tits are like nothing. Like, I might get excited like if I see like Revenge of the Nerds or an old eighties movie with a tit. Hell, yeah, pussy man. Yeah, because it's tit nostalgia. But like, yeah. you know, well, I'm a pussy man, but I'm also a butt man. <laughs> But and it's man. like when I, butt. dude, when a fat butt walks past, man, you're gonna strut them gorilla cakes around me, dude. You better believe I'm gonna speak on them cheeks. That's so, pussy That's man slash butt man. So you don't smoke pot at all, do you? No, nah, man. I haven't done anything since my bender. For like three years. Yeah, man. It's uh, been a rough road. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you feel at peace with it now? No, I definitely. One thing that people don't tell you when you go through recovery. Because everybody talks about all these revelations and like I don't have any of that. My depression and anxiety are through the roof. I'm sure. But I just have more energy to do shit. I, 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 that's how I would imagine it. Yeah. You know. And like that's the thing. Like I think about giving like stuff up, and then I'm just like, yeah, it's just such a sacrifice. I just fucking like to yeah. party. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, true. It's true. It's like you know, I'm fucking you know, 40 years old, 160 fucking pounds, and I look to have a good time. Yeah, you know? I hear you, like, man. You know, but you do have to hang that shit up sometimes, especially in the like for like responsible, yeah, like capacity. But I can't imagine like living like a regular life. You yeah, know? and I'm glad that I'm in a situation that I'm in my fucking business with a couple of jerk offs on a Friday night doing what we want to do, as opposed to like what, like you know, yeah, what it's I mean? fucking rules. watching everything. Love everyone loves Raymond on the couch with your <laughs> beat up ass wife that are blowing out fucking pussy. <laughs> I think that's the perfect way to end this. <laughs> yeah. So I can't thank you enough, man. Dude, it's Dude, amazing having somebody, you guys here. Listen, listen to me. So I just want to say something very nice about you. There's somebody that I like, love, and respect. Thank you. And you have something great going on here. And no bullshit, these are the best fucking sandwiches that I can recall having. I appreciate that. I would be here every fucking day if I could. And that's actually what I'm going to be, where I'm going to be when my family's out of town. I'm going to hit this place on my way to show and tell. Yes, I have a fucking. Yeah, you know, when we we'll close. When we was gonna show and tell, I used to wrap quarters up in the dollar bills because you could throw it directly at their meat. So like, <laughs> if you fucking put a quarter in it, you would get like a little more leverage and like stick it. That on. that's actually a federal crime. So you just admitted to that. So good luck in jail, buddy. Thank you, dude. You're the man, Paul. I appreciate Thanks for having me, man. I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Fuck off, everybody else. Yeah.